0: Welcome to I'm Not 20 Anymore, the podcast for women 30 plus. This is the place to gather the info you need to know, need to learn, and need to grow. All right, all right. It is episode 15. I have made 15 episodes, y'all. Like, this is exciting. Welcome to I'm Not 20 Anymore, where I'm your host, Shakira, and we talk about everything however it is black history month and i'm so excited although i feel like you know black history is technically every day and based on where we are in 2019 black history is really every minute um that we learn more and more about what people are doing now and how they feel so, today, that is exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I have a guest though, which I'm excited. This is my sister, my prayer partner, my confidant, my baker, all that stuff she i mean, like literally like if she could live in my house and just cook every day for me, we would do that too. But right now, in the way this budget is set up, my account set up, that's not it so Needless to say, I am I have the lovely Elaine Green here with me. She has been on the show before. Welcome Elaine. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure being here. <laughs> Why do you sound like the count? <laughs> it's a pleasure. It's uh, a pleasure. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> So this is so exciting because I am dedicating the month of February. I'm not tweeting anymore podcast. We're talking about blackness. You know, I feel like it needs to be a song behind me, like, you know. (laughs) I'm not gonna go there today. Anyway, um, welcome. If this is your first time listening, you chose the right time to listen because it's February and it's Black History Month. Now, granted, I'm not tweeting anymore. I must throw this disclaimer out here. It's not just about black women, black people. Um and anything of that sort. This is a show that supports all women and everything that we go through. But I have decided this month to dedicate it to the plight of the Black woman and not just um, the struggles and the things that we go through, but everything so we're here in this uh studio setup and uh elaine is next to me which i don't get to have guests like right here like all up in my circumference but she is so without further ado let's get started we are talking about um I originally called this race aggressive moments, but I felt like that was a little strong of a title. So based on Childish Gambino, we're doing This Is America. And if you have not seen that, then you are not like living in this world because now they got like a thousand versions on YouTube, which if y'all have not checked that out, please check out This Is America. And this is Elaine that put me onto this. (laughs) This Is America... Uh, this is france this is iran right oh my god right like crazy. so if y'all haven't seen this like go to youtube because you know what i mean between youtube and instagram i get my life now i don't know about like facebook and all that stuff but instagram i get my life i did not share which i'm gonna share today or at some point like i was wearing some earrings today and they were um from someone i found on instagram so you know like instagram is the bomb youtube is the bomb i do not i'm not on youtube yet i'm not 20 anymore it's not ready to transition there so for now you have to hear me um anyway okay i'm three minutes in so first thing i want to talk about is now let me tell you i live in pennsylvania not in philadelphia Not in Pittsburgh, not in any of those main areas. I live in a rural area that is diverse in the cultures that's here, but not diverse in the support of the plight of just, how do I say this? Black people (laughs) and relationships and all that stuff. And I'm not against interracial dating at all. I'm for who you love, who you love, you love them men and women you love them um like i mean men dating women and women dating men um so your color of your skin should not matter however um i want to talk about some stuff that we deal with as women so first on the agenda is black men dating white women and white women dating black men and oh wait that's the same thing um i meant <laughs> white men dating black women which is something that i see often here right uh it, it's just it's without a shadow of a doubt so and again please put the disclaimer out there <laughs> right and, and, and uh psa just so you know this show is not against racial interracial dating this show is strictly about just supporting women supporting resources providing that but i do want to clear up some myths and some things about you know why we what's happening today like this is america and so we are in a you know we just had dr martin luther king birthday just passed and that's what he fought for was for us to be integrated and to be equal part counterparts, and even today we don't face that in the workplace or anything. That so, I mean, Elaine, what is your thought on? First of all, have you ever dated a white man?
1: Have I ever dated? No, I would have liked to <laughs> come, come a little closer. Come no, closer. I've never. I've never let me think about no i've never dated outside of my race would i have liked to or would i like to i don't
0: i don't i don't have a preference i don't have a preference so if a white man Mm -hmm. you're single if you're single (laughs) and a white man approaches you and says you know i love the color of your eyes and um would you mind if we can go out and grab a bite would you go yeah girl oh surely would. what if he wasn't Here... what if he wasn't cute mm, well he has to <laughs> and see and here's the thing he has to be think, appealing do you think there's a different cute from a white guy versus a cute from a black guy i do i do believe there's a different
1: cute because it's a different to me because it's a different they culture. look differently it's a, yeah it's different
0: so it's like you know, our big nose is different than their big nose so <laughs> <laughs> right they could have a schnauzer and we can have a spread out exactly um <laughs> if you're black you know what that means <laughs> exactly. a spread out you know i remember somebody told me that i was not black because my nose did not reflect uh african or 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 that I came from African descent, or and I know that sounds crazy, but it's like it's true. um, and if you ever see Shakira <laughs> she
1: she looks ethnic not right. black so I mean. she's often mistaken for Dominican
0: um, or in Indian, Indian. A, a lot of Indians say that I look like their cousins um from Etria which is a portion of India that separated um, and it, it, it separated itself and it just called, I think it's Etria. I'm pronouncing it right. And now they have their own rules and so forth. Um, but yeah, so I think it's definitely, it's weird. Um, I, I said I was going to try to do that ancestry thing because I'm really curious to see, like, you know, I think a lot of times when you are african-american you live in america you're black you were born on this soil Mm -hmm. um and you don't know that where your family is from um you don't you know you you kind of you probably there's a lot of mystery you got a lot of question marks because you are we are mixed with so much just because of slavery and masters sleeping with our ancestors and you know or maybe our ancestors coming here sleeping with native americans mm-hmm. um you know so i think it was it's such a variety you don't really know like what pill what you look like inside um go ahead and I, and I
1: was I, It's good you said that because going back to the what i what i date outside of my race and Shakira and I have had this conversation before. My my main issue with that is not about the the skin color. It's about the family and the culture and the traditions because what he may their be, family or your right, family. Well, you know what? I have um I have other in my family. Right. I'm going to say other. <laughs> but um I would that that would be my issue because although that person may have an interest or we may be dating or we may be on the verge of, okay, let's get married, the family members, especially if they're older and they have not adapted to, you know, the norms, I would say, of society and how everyone, many of us have blended families of of different races, so that right. that that would be a concern would the family be accepting of an African American woman and that's
0: whether they're Asian, uh um, Ukrainian, <laughs> Russian. Russian. Here's the thing. So I have dated other cultures. Um I have dated an Egyptian guy before. Mm. Um I have dated a Russian guy before. That was weird, um, <laughs> and I have was that oh and Brazilian mm-hmm. um not white though but but i've I've dated these other cultures um in the past, and they were different experiences because they weren't black men, and so how they operate how they talk how they date you how they dine you it was just totally different um a brazilian guy was a little more touchy philly than i like um (laughs) because i guess that's how they operate in his culture and he literally had just came here from brazil so um and part of that could be because i look like elaine's some sort of ethnic of some sort Mm -hmm. so he could have thought i was part you know Brazilian who knows um but I say all that to say like it's it's interesting with the whole family thing because I definitely don't have a lot of other races in my family at least to my knowledge that I personally know and I don't think that my family would do well I I just point (laughs) blank period I don't think they'll do well if I come home with a white guy because (laughs) if you knew my family you know why i'm laughing like they're just they black and blacking black and black y'all and and they they, i don't think that they would have a problem because they'll say i love who you love but it might be a little awkward you know they might have to curb their conversation a little bit not that they're talking about other races or talking about but you know Sometimes and let's be honest. So I want to talk about this. This happened recently today. I think it was um Liam, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. He let's did a he that. did an interview right, and um he shared a story about a friend that had just told him he was she was raped, and he thought that she was raped by a black man. So he pretty much barbarically went after this guy, right? I didn't hear the interview. I heard pieces of it. So I'm talking from the standpoint of what I heard, unless you heard, unless you heard the whole interview. No. Okay. So, um, and, and his point in saying telling the story that happened some years ago was to say like i'm not racist but i have what i got out of it and some people were upset like on my timeline on facebook like i seen people were like oh this i'm disgusted by this and da-da-da. but let's keep it 100 right now black people talk about white people all the time
1: all the time
0: and white people talk about black people too Mm-hmm. And and I don't think that sometimes it means that you're racist, but we are different. And sometimes some things they do is just funny to us. And sometimes some things that we do is just straight up funny to them. And sometimes it's funny to us too because some some of us don't know how to act or respond correctly in different environments. Right? Absolutely. I mean, and so I felt my take on that was He also was expressing how you can wrongly assume that someone who committed a crime was the person of the opposite sex. Also based on, and this is my opinion, based on what you think that race is like right? Like, oh, they're all criminals. They're all whatever. And we're not, we're not, but there are a group that are criminals and are molesters and rapists, but they're white criminals and molesters and rapists. And some of the white ones get away with it more. And, and even with that, here, here's,
1: here's another uh, view. Um, I won't say. Do I have any white friends? Per s, e no. In my life right now, no, I do not. And I actually, I actually, this is so interesting. <laughs> I'm going to tell this story that I had a white friend. Uh huh. Our our sons went to school together. Uh
0: huh.
1: And so, one day, I don't know what the circumstances were, and. the the conversation started going left and I believe her son said something racist prior that made my son upset and so I'm on the phone talking to the parent and she asked the son well why did you say that and he says because I don't like black people now mind Mm. you we've been friends we've been hanging out we've been going out to eat going out to shop our kids go to the same school They've been, I've been to her house, she's come to mine, all of that. <laughs> and, but so, I, it's also
0: based off of, well, what is this person's perception of Black people and that, as a whole?
1: And that's what I was getting ready to say, because if you only interact with us at work, Right. or where right. wherever the case may be you where are. you have to interact with us right. and you go right. home and you don't have to right like what is that
0: conversation like when you go home right because i've had white friends definitely i mean i grew up in a jewish town um i went to Bat Misfas and and we had a good, like to go to a good time <laughs> Well, <laughs> you still got one child that is not 16 yet. So <laughs> all she needs is some Jewish friends right. to go to at least one bat mitzvah and then you can accompany her. So right. work, work on that with her. Si- you got side a
1: that's a, And that's a thing. Like I see a lot of cultural things in other
0: and <laughs> right, other cultures have.
1: it's like "Dash, that's looked like fun I want to go but then it's like that
0: racial barrier like uh, but they're accepting not. and it just depends on the group mm-hmm. because maybe their grandparents are still racist but exactly. they are not and and I like I grew up in a Jewish town and some people were were racist but others were not and mm-hmm. they openly opened arms and, and not only that I have extend an extended family that is um Filipino and Jewish. And so we've been to family functions. It's Filipino, Jewish, Black. And so it's a, I mean, the table looks like a big just fiesta in a <laughs> mixture, a, a mix mixture of pot. And and um one of one of my closest friends family. Their, you know uh, interracial um couple and so i've i've been around that and so it's, it feels different it's to, this is family like it's not even it's they don't seem like there's any color or in anything um but i say all that to say like but sometimes it, it does happen, and especially when you're only associating with people for work purposes or we have to study for a test together right. um, because we're, we're in school together or whatever, um, or this person's a customer or they're your client or whatever the case may be, but not like we're hanging out. We got stuff in common. We're hanging out. It's a different experience. And so I think that when you don't interact on that level, then you do group people in this one box of their criminals, there I don't like black people because they're raunchy and they're whatever, but white people and black people both have their raunchiness. It's just mm-hmm. different. According to the white people I've been around and grown up with, you know, they, they might just walk down the street streaking, jumping in lakes naked, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, uh, yelling down the street drunk or whatever black people we want to fight we want to be angry we're we upset over dumb dumb stuff and it's not everybody and so when i say that regardless of what color you are listening to this right now it's really to bring awareness of the fact that that there are cultural differences and that's okay but is still race in america right now that we're trying to still deal with based off of not just the presidential person he's still a human being so i'm going to acknowledge his humanity that's in office right now but the the hatred that has come with that and people feel it's acceptable to do that so i'm gonna shift gears a little bit because we've been talking about that but Let's now talk. I, we didn't even talk that much about the whole dating thing because it went to <laughs> something else. But um, let's talk about the plight of the angry black woman. Didn't Tyler Perry do uh, Diary of a Mad Black Woman? Diary of a mm-hmm. Mad Black Woman. Um, and it's funny because it was so stereotypical. Um, and but now we have we see women that are thirty plus, such as myself and you're independent, you're you got your own money, you're so f- driven to to do that. Um but then you have the stigma that you're an angry black woman. Right. Angry at what
1: though? But and here's the thing, no one is questioning or considering why <clears throat> she's an angry black woman if she's an angry black woman at all because she has a strong opinion because she's independent she's labeled as an angry black woman i understand that but i don't understand that because here's the thing and again we have this conversation Right,
0: which is really
1: good we always have these conversations i know so we
0: might be missing this so stuff we're letting too. you
1: into our conversation right <laughs> because uh as shakira was saying there is a lot of mixed even I'll even take it back when I lived in Virginia that was when I really started seeing mixed couples because where I came from <laughs> where I came from in Newark you didn't really you didn't really see that I lived in North Newark, North Newark, so New I saw a lot of um right Newark New Jersey but the North North Newark part and which is his puerto rican his, his, right yeah, puerto
0: rican so, Hispanic. that and, was no
1: thing for me because i'm like oh they black too <laughs> right.
0: so it was <laughs> really <laughs> we totally associate puerto ricans with black like, We all
1: right. black. yeah we all black so there there was no um, oh she's black you can't everybody was family so when i when i became of working age that's when i started really seeing uh more White people, right? But they worked at my job, so it's not like you going down Clinton Avenue, you're gonna see a white person unless they looking for crack. Right. I'm just gonna put it out there like that. <laughs> but only when I went, when I moved to Virginia uh, in my early early 20s, is when I started seeing a uh, biracial couples or mixed couples, if you will, and I'm like, oh, that's different. But in me, that was a culture shock. Because I never really saw that ever ever before. And not that I hate it. It was just something different to get used to. Because when you, you grow up seeing or around a certain type of people and you come out of that, it's like, whoa, okay, people do date. And you might've seen it on TV, but oh, different people date. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm, I don't know if I, mm. and I had my reservations like, Hmm, I'm just going to keep to myself. I don't mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. But see where I was, it was, it was a, a Naval, it was a Naval hospital. So, you know, a lot of, um, what was it? Army? No, it was the, I think it was the Navy down there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're going to see a lot of that. And I had to adapt to that, but it was kind of, it was a little bit of a challenge because, again, I never really saw that, mm-hmm. you know. So, again, it's like, well, why do, why can why can't I see them on a regular basis? Why can't I see other cultures on a regular basis and not just coming to my, my city or my town just to right. go to work? Right. Like, what is it about me that they don't want to interact with me beyond work?
0: Right.
1: You know, so right. I always had that that question.
0: And I, and I, but I also think there's a lot of areas where white people never seen black people. Right. On a consistent either. Right. And that's a whole shock in itself. And even today, there's still so many places that you go that there may be one black person, two black people in the town. Mm-hmm. And that's their reference for what a black person is. Right. Which is where we're so many things, you know. Right. Um. But I think that that's that's important to 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 talk about because a lot of times, say people saying, "Oh, you're an angry black woman because you see this this um black man being you know going after a white woman," and as it was mentioned um, with Nick Cannon on his radio show where he was talking about black people, black men go after white women because it cuz it couldn't be at one point in time and they were looked at prize as prize possessions. So, now I don't I don't I partly agree with it, and then the other part is you know, they could be they could be looking for something different because According to some of the black men that I personally know that have dated outside of their, outside of their own race, they have told me, you know, they don't talk back. I'm not saying all white women or other cultures, period. I'm saying, but the women that they have come in contact with was like, they don't talk back. They don't ask questions. Mm -hmm. I can come in the house when I want to. I can leave when I want to. They're just happy that I'm there and i'm like well what type of accountability responsibility that is what kind of relationship is that exactly <laughs> and i know i think black women are a little controlling in that sense because we we want to make sure our man is there like in present and and in the relationship so i'm i don't need to know every waking moment of what you're doing every hour but i do need to know and is there? Do you think that there's a fear factor of that your man will stray away if you're not constantly pressing where he is and what he's doing, or is it just the fact that Black women have a trust factor because of so many, so many? You know, could it be? It can stem from so many things, like your daddy wasn't in your life.
1: Mm-hmm. It's it's so. I believe it stems from so much. My response was or is for that. I believe that African American women have been through so much. Right. So much. Now listen, I don't want no reparations or anything like that. <laughs> Just hear me out. <laughs> for real. You go you go from master massa <laughs> raping you, taking your kids away you have to take care of his kids with his wife who hates your guts because he's sleeping with you and she knows it, you know, you, you go from that to, and then we always had
0: little resources. Mm-hmm. So as slaves, we had, that's why we're so creative. That's Absolutely. why African-Americans are so creative because as slaves, you had to figure it out.
1: And, and the other thing is women are not looked at as even, In today's time, because you see um, in other countries, there's child marriage. You see in other countries to where education is kept from women and young girls. So there's still
0: even in India today, to this day, there's women that can't even go out and get an education or they can't go get a job. Not because they're not qualified, but because their men don't feel like they need to be educated and they need that independence, which is wrong. Absolutely. So you, you come from that and
1: and those fears evolve throughout the years to where I don't need no man. I could do it myself or I can do what a man can do. So I don't need a man. I'm independent. Ah, da, 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 da. And and it goes on and on and on. So would I say that the, the African-American woman is angry? I wouldn't say all of us are angry, but we are. Were made and I can't talk. I can't speak on any other race of women. Right. I can speak on African American women because, <laughs> because I am one. <laughs> right. I don't have a bigger proof than that. We right. We go through a lot. We carry a, a lot, and I don't think it's an anger thing. I I believe it is a um, it's a rejection issue.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It is a I don't measure up issue. Because, mind you, as African-American people, we have to do quadruple as much to equal up to our Caucasian counterparts. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that that's something that's ever going to change. Like, we can make strides, but I don't think we'll ever be equal. And even when we are equal, you know, they, are they some of them, not all of them, still look down on us, still look at us as... You're just a slave in a tie and a white shirt. Right. A white crisp right. shirt that you got from the cleaners. Right. We'll, we'll, never,
0: we'll never measure up. And I think that I whole identity of being a Black woman today is, it still haunts us even some of the things that we had to do, that even though you and I were not there in, you know, um 1920 <laughs> you know, right. we weren't there, but yet there's still some of those same hiccups that carried all the way to this century and now you know we still deal with it we still we still we still deal with it and it's like how do we move past that especially even today where now the attack is not on the black woman, the attack is still on the black man. Absolutely. And it's to strip the family away completely so that there are all these independent, quote unquote, women with their kids striving. And now that they want that to be just the story, that's it. There is no man. He's locked up. He's in jail. He's he got killed. He's killed by the police or he's killed by a self, a fellow a fellow peer, a friend, quote unquote, someone in the street, whatever the case may be, and and the target I feel like stays on our back a little bit as women and as men. Um, at well, I'm not a man, but you know the the black men. Um, it's just it's just crazy, but yet the advancement still happens in this society as to the the other cultures are still climbing high and although yes we did have a black president um and a, a awesome wonderful first lady um who's still rocking out today now she's seen as you don't hear about obama as much but you do hear about michelle and what she's doing because it's easier for them to put her on this plateau but uh, not as easy to talk about all the great things that barack still does today in in the world to to kind of help you know uh, he has a lot of organizations and yada yada yada. um so you know it's just it's crazy and that whole concept of can a woman do what a man does like you touched on it um to a degree we we might have the same we can do the same job but a man was built to be a man right and a woman was built to be a woman that doesn't mean that she's and I think sometimes that anger comes from that because it doesn't mean that she's incapable of doing some of the things but God would not have created a man to be that strength if all he needed was a woman and here's the thing I believe
1: in, in that respect I believe that comes from when women have to do it on their own for so long, they're conditioned that they don't need a man. I don't I don't believe, and I could be wrong, you can correct me and listeners, you can correct me if I'm wrong. This is my opinion. Right, and everybody has I their own don't, experiences. I don't believe that a woman should have to do it. Whether 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 it's a husband, whether it's a role model for her children, whether it's a an uncle that would be able to or a grandfather that can show her things about life and how how much of a woman she should be. Not that he's a woman, because I could never sh- I could never teach my sons how to be a man because I am not one. Right, but our men can teach our women how a man should treat a woman and how a woman should treat a man. Because I don't know in today's society, it seems like there's more emphasis on how to treat a woman than how to treat a man. Right. And when it comes to how to treat a man, I see a lot of women, uh, diminish his role as that strong man, father figure role model she always has to mother him down mm-hmm. to where it's like forget that she's an angry black woman I don't want to be bothered with all of right. that you not my mother right. yada right. yada yada right <laughs> and
0: have have you seen there's these memes um that have been have have been talking about um oh jeez I I was it was just on the tip of my tongue um um I have to come back to it. Cause I totally, I totally forgot what I was going to say. Um, but it's like, it's, 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 oh, so Valentine's day is coming up. And so now there's these memes going around saying, um, men like flowers too. Um, it's saying like men like flowers too, you know, like y'all women, not the only one, or we like to get gifts on Valentine's day or something to that effect. Right. And I think it's, you know, it's really just saying like women don't always have to be the one being wined and dined. Right. Sometimes right. men deserve to be wined and dined too. Now, if you dealing with a broke <laughs> man, that's just laying up in your bed, ladies who they're not doing nothing, but giving you the D vitamins. Okay. <laughs> um, I like that. Then you, then then that's not who i'm talking to (laughs) because they don't deserve much they're not doing anything and that what you're getting could be hold held held off for something better um but if you're dealing with someone that's out there they're on their grind they're doing what they need to do they know how to treat you as a woman then i i don't I believe that you should also know how to reciprocate it beyond their birthday and beyond your anniversary. But it be just uh, just because gifts. I feel like men should get just because gifts too, just like women. And I am not a flower person. Elaine knows that I can care less about a flower at all. Okay. Now I know I might be by myself because most women love flowers. I'm just not that flower girl. So don't don't bring me flowers. And don't bring them at my funeral. Don't bring them while I'm alive. Just don't bring them. However, I do appreciate like one little lonely flower, like a rose, a pink rose, a purple something, whatever, um, as a token of like appreciation. I do, I do, I do like that one. But you go get me a bouquet and. I, I don't have a green thumb. It's going to die. You're going to waste your money. <laughs> so, let's not waste your money. I I, I prefer food over that <laughs> or or a nice tiramisu. Yes, tiramisu. yes, Yes. 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 <laughs> Chocolate, my favorite. Um but I say all that to say like, you know, um this whole equality thing is good. I'm not a feminist. Um but I I do believe let a man be a man sometimes. And and it's okay to back off. Sometimes you just need to back. You may know how to put a whole house together, ladies, okay? You may know how to build the computer from scratch, but sometimes that man just want to feel as if he can do it too, and it's okay for you to back down.
1: And here, Here's the thing. You, you said something so interesting. I remember someone um did a post about where we work,
0: uh-huh.
1: and the person said, I'm going to let them live. And I thought, I thought like, wow, thank you for letting us live. Right. You know, so when you just said, let a man be a man, I believe that is one of our issues. Right. Who am I to let you? I don't have the power. I didn't give you life or anything. Right. But but I need, I believe that let, let me humble myself and let me think about. Right my independence as a woman that should not totally bleed over into what his role is supposed right. to be to me right you know what i mean and I like think a
0: lot of relationships suffer because of that because truth be told you know sometimes i like to get personal and share some stuff and people probably learn more about me through this daggone podcast <laughs> than anything else but I am a woman that like to do stuff how I like to do it. I am a, a independent individual. And sometimes I am a little hard headed and don't know how to humble myself. Now, currently, yes, I am single. However, um, I know that when, when my husband comes along, whether he stumble upon me or I stumble upon him, however we stumble and fall, um, <laughs> we, that. I know that I'm going to have to back up a little bit on who who I know I am and how hard I know I can be because I do have to understand that he has a role to play as a man and I have a role to play as his woman. Mm-hmm. And although I'm capable of doing some things by myself on my own and have probably done it before he comes along, I still have to understand that, you know, that's going to be a challenge for me. But being aware of it will make it easier for me. And him understanding where I'm coming from will make it a little better for him to understand why I act the way I do sometimes or why I may respond incorrectly. Um, And I think that's part of growth, period, as a woman. And the older you get and you're not in a relationship, the harder it can be. Um, because now you have to adjust to something you didn't have to adjust to because you only answer to you, right. but now you have someone else that you have to answer to. So there's a lot of factors in that, but I think that, you know, ultimately black women are soft at heart. And even though we may come from the roughest parts of the country and the roughest areas and grew up in the ghetto and grew up in, without parents or grew up with parents and, you know, or suffered from, you know, neglect or all these issues. And some of the stuff that we talked about that stems from long time ago, before we even got here, that we bring, that comes to, to today, 2019, we still have to get to that place where we, you know, we are, we, people need to understand we're really, we really are soft. We just Mm -hmm. put on this mask. And that's
1: a good it's, that's a good thing that you said that underneath all of that we are soft. I believe what happens is that over time and and again you've gone through so much with men, period, mm-hmm. that your your heart becomes encased in those issues, right? And no one can get to that. And but you know what I've noticed: the more you talk to a person, the more you can see that their heart is soft. Right, but what is it going to take to get through that encasement that's right.
0: like right. rock hard? Right, right. and you, you know, have, yeah, yeah, I agree, and I think you have to have this thing that that we call discernment, mm-hmm. um, which means you know to to have an understanding and clarity of you know, who you're letting, who you're giving that to and who you're letting that guard down for. But that don't mean that you walk around because there are a lot of quote unquote angry black women out here because they've been so scarred, you know, but it's, it takes us to be able to, to understand who we are today and where we're going so that we don't walk around seeming as though we're this angry black woman, but really we're just a guarded, a guarded black woman that wants to protect the little that we have left exactly so mm-hmm. guess that's like my <laughs> my 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 parting words but <laughs> <laughs> i did want to talk about one last thing before we go so the virginia governor did blackface ad and now he's asking for forgiveness um he did a blackface ad. <laughs> <laughs> he did that. And I don't mean that in a good way. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, when do black people go and do white parties? And we have to, when do we do toga parties? Right. That person, you know, did a toga party. <laughs> Anybody, no. if you do, please message me and be like, "I know somebody, a whole group of black people, that I did token bars. We don't, right? We don't focus on going to make fun of other cultures and other people and other styles of how they live. We don't. We had never have, right? And that, and and it's still happening today. Today. Which
1: so y'all just having these secret <laughs> blackface parties still like, yeah and and it's not Halloween like y- y'all do this every right? you know every day y'all just get
0: together we're gonna plan a blackface
1: party like okay yeah that
0: sounds, sounds good, good. <laughs> like no and really it's just a misunderstanding party that I don't know the culture so I'd rather make fun of it than to me to ask questions to figure out where they're from and how they what's going on. Um, And that's what's not happening. Nobody's really asking questions to understand who we are today. You want to base it off of what I mean, just the skin, the color of our skin, like that's stupid. Um, And if anybody has not watched netflix dear white people please at first i was like oh this is crazy that a show is called dear white people and it's t- 2018 but now i see why and it it touches upon a lot of racial issues um the girl who who was on it i forgot her name but she gives me a real tisha campbell vibe i love it i love her um as an actor um but they the opening the dear uh white people show they had a blackface party and um it was just crazy um and oh the brooklyn prisoners they had no heat and the heat is back on so if anybody didn't know about that please look up the fact that these prisoners were treated like animals but yet you dag on harm a dog right because that Mm -hmm. happened with michael vick you harm a dog, you go to jail for life. For <laughs> life. But you put a whole bunch of black and Latino and I believe it's Caucasians in there too. Uh, regardless of what criminals, mm-hmm. um, and whatever their crime, they weren't. I don't think it was a whole bunch of murderers in there. But it doesn't matter. They're human. I don't care what they did. Right. They can ask for forgiveness and be forgiven. So to treat people without any heat in their their uh prison is crazy and if you have not heard that story please go look it up brooklyn prison no heat and um there's a lot of celebrities that were fighting for that and for over a week they didn't have heat which means that no heat no lights no nothing cold hungry. I'm sure they I don't I mean, if they didn't have heat, who who warmed up the food, I don't they right. probably fed them like sandwiches. Um but it's just it's sad that today you can treat criminals like like caged animals almost and that's what it was seeming. I feel like it's the equal to that whole I can put on blackface and I can have a party like I can treat you guys like monkeys when we can have fun and get drunk and be in dark makeup, like it just it is sickening, honestly, and it's scary to know where we're headed. you know the other day, I really thought, and I know Elaine, you have kids, and thank God they're educated kids, and they they know right from wrong, they have a good head on their shoulder, they have friends of all colors and all races, they're not racist, um they love everybody, they're raised um with Christian. Um, values, goals, settings, beliefs and and so it's good. But it's scare it's I was like this is a scary time to have a child because the things that you have to protect your kid from I have, my mother never have to have to have a conversation with me about I may go sit next to a boy and the boy it's really a girl. And the, the, the girl, you know, turned into a boy at the age of six and this is a whole nother topic and I can't even right. talk about it right now, right. but the bottom <laughs> line is, you know, um, being raised right now in the high climate of racial tension, which is not really on our part mm-hmm. at all. Um is a scary thing to know that you have to explain this as if it is 1940. Absolutely. And I do, uh, now I don't have a gut
1: wrenching fear because I believe, you know, when our time comes, it'll come. But as a parent sending, even with all the prayer I can possibly give, and and still in my children there still is that eighth of a fear that they walk out the door and there's a potential that they may not come home you know right. and, and that it, it's it's real out here like someone may just wake up and decide i hate like like the little boy <laughs> that i'll right. talk about earlier I hate because i don't like black people who i'm going to kill today because my white privilege says i can do that Yes, and more more it's more prevalent now than ever before like i can just walk down the street and take your life if i want to
0: right and that whole privilege is wrong you don't got no privilege and we you know i just want to dispel this so i'm hoping that you know in the next year we're talking about something different because the more we educate because I don't care who you are. If you are eight years old, five, six, and you're talking about you don't like black people, that did not come from you. Right. That right. came from your parents and your grandparents and whoever else you are around, whoever raising you. So I hope that this that this time we're in changes and changes fast because too many people of black men are dying and too many black women are out here alone and it's not fair. Um, So this is America. This has been uh, any, any parting words before, before we go, Elaine, any, any last thoughts that you want to share about this, this whole, as we are in black, black uh, history month. We love all people. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) we do. We love all people. Yeah, you know i'm looking for a a a whole multicultural group of friends in 2019 yes so that we can share some of our experiences and that's what i'm not 20 is about i want to know what it's like growing up as of any culture because it is different and we have different experiences and we may may share some of the same struggles and the same things and that's what this is all about is bringing us together to share those experiences to say i've been through that i've been through that too right. you know and how do we get past that but i wanted to shed light on this since it's black history month and i wanted to to just say like you know we're not angry black women um we we love interracial dating um i do hope to marry a black man at uh, this point blank period um but um, <laughs> now, if that changes, <laughs> and my my husband's listening, and he's not it, um, I'm gonna love who loves me, and treats me well. Um, and you know what? <laughs> this is so funny.
1: You know what I, I I thought about as you were as you were speaking. I thought about if we connected with one another through our hurt we can get past the the racial strongholds right to to get to that point where i'm comfortable with you and you're comfortable with me because you you may not have a story and I have a story, but there's something in your life that hurt you so deeply that I may be able to identify with.
0: Or help you know, kill you.
1: Rape knows no color. No color. Depression knows no color. No color. You know, any type of um, mental illness knows no color. Hate. Cancer knows no color. I buy a that murdered relative, friend, A murdered relative, friend, or whoever knows no color.
0: There's no color. And that's and that's 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 the common ground, and that's I'm not twenty anymore once you pass twenty, you learn so much about who you are in your identity and 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 your past and your family. you uncover family secrets and hurts and and self awareness and all of that stuff, and there's no color, there's not even no religion associated with it. Mm-hmm. it is just humanity so you know at the end of the day we're all god's children we are all 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 and um and that that's just it i mean elaine that was a great point to end on honestly um and i thank you for being on the show hey you're back (laughs) um you know she'll come back time to time when i'd like yeah you know i I hang around these parts you know right actually 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 i'm gonna have her come back on this show when she has a revealing of a product that she's working on and we're gonna talk about that because now we're gonna flip the switch and it's gonna be like what women like but it's the product is more geared towards men. Mm-hmm. So I can't reveal what it is, um, but I am excited. So we're going to talk about that building your product mm-hmm. and your uh, product, no matter if it's for men or women or anything else. Um, and how do we do that and and getting over fears and all that stuff Mm -hmm. so we're gonna talk about that and she's gonna come back on and i'm really gonna interview her like interview her oh my god this was a conversation
1: no we're not (laughs) because because shakira's interviews turn into counseling sessions and i've had enough of those
0: (laughs) no not really Uh, but actually um um, next next show, I'm, I am going to have an interview and we're going to talk about some good stuff about women. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for taking the time. This is normally a longer podcast than ever, but when I have someone on with me, the conversation just gets a little deeper. And um, sometimes that happens to be an hour. So I appreciate the hour that you took to listen to this. I hope that it blessed you as always until next time. Peace. Peace. Well, that's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it, laughed a little, and most importantly, learned a lot so that you can apply it in your week. If you're not already, please follow me on I'm Not 20 anymore on Instagram and on Facebook. And don't forget to share this great information with your friends and family. Until next time, stay blessed, keep growing, and live every day fulfilled because girl... You are not 20 anymore.